Welcome to the 16 Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema, where we drink pints and talk pictures. I'm TJ. I'm here with Astaroth Angus. Okay, cool. You came up with one for me. I needed one. And I am Conductor Michael. Hello. Conductor? I, I was going to say the conductor himself, Michael. Oh, oh thank you. That's much more better. <laughs> and this is our Demons, Satanism, Occult episode. So it's about to get spooky. And I'm really glad I asked Angus to like what the other part of what, because I knew he said demons, but something else. And I was like, I couldn't find the demon movie I wanted to do. And as soon as he said Satan, I was like, holy shit, I'm in. Well, and it took me like 18 seconds. It was just basically demon, Satanism, occult. Like yeah, any yeah I, I, I took the uh, the Satanism route myself. Uh, I, t- I took Satan literally, so mine's about Satan. All right. So. <laughs> uh, before we get into Good. that, let's uh, dive into our beers. I'm first this week, huh? Yep. No, I, oh, yes. Yeah. It's TJ. And yeah. so when I was there, yeah. what caught my eye first was, I've had it before, but it's been a while, and it's not been on the show, is Iron Maiden's The Trooper. Oh, yeah. I remember that beer. Yeah, so I mean, when I think Iron Maiden, I think Number of the Beast, so even though it's not that song yeah. that the beer is named after. I dig it. Dude, they should make one called, like, Run to the Hops. Oh, my <laughs> oh. God, dude. That would be bet you a marketer. I bet you that's on Untapped right now already. <laughs> oh, it's got to be. We've never come up with a beer name. Every beer name's already taken. Whatever. No, I'm gonna just give this one to Angus. What the about like of the yeast or something? Oh, that's not bad. I was thinking like um, a very light beer, two percent till midnight. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, What's God. funny is they could they could do a whole <laughs> range of it. It'd be like thirteen percent to midnight. I take them off. <laughs> You know what's okay, funny? There is a a run to the hops. Uh, <laughs> did they do it? It's not untapped. Well, there's a picture of Eddie on untapped, but I don't think they necessarily did. I'm trying to find a. It seems like beer companies can just like take things willy nilly. Yeah. People just accept it. Like it I've looks seen like, like it's something that's only on draft, so they don't bottle it. So no, it's not. It's not licensed. So oh. so many different companies have their own Walking Dead and Game of Thrones beers. Yeah, there's no way they're paying loyalties. Royalties. Loyalty? <laughs> they're very loyal. And their the mothers number... are baking them like baking. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. With that the joke. number of the yeast also exists. Huh. Oh my God. <laughs> See, we can't come Fuck. up with it. Dude, I said, Thank goodness two... the economy tanked all these shitty fucking breweries. <laughs> this one, I guess, is out of Vegas and has a ripoff. Like, it looks like Eddie mixed with a werewolf on the bottle. <laughs> Well, what so about I, uh, the two percent to midnight? I, I, there's uh, no way that's okay. done. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way there's two percent <laughs> to midnight. Two point seven five percent though. To no nope. one. No. No. There's the two minutes to midnight. Okay, we got this. Two percent to midnight. Just way make a weak ass beer. <laughs> this is a really shitty like girly <laughs> beer just for the yeah, day. Be a sparkling wine or something. <laughs> or whatever. Like, these are like wine coolers, I'm imagining. Yeah. So I no longer live like a mile and a half away from a gigantic beer store, so I had to, I went to Publix to get a beer. And I got you, a beer. You gotta go to ABC, man. Oh, is that near here? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the selection that you get at Total Wine. Oh, I don't need to hear you on my phone because I hear you from my room. I can't it's, hear uh, him, though, so that's oh, an issue. Oh, nobody can hear you, TJ, so please stop speaking. Yeah. Oh, I moved my phone. Um, oh, he's kind of there. My bad, I moved the phone. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay so, ABC, yeah, ABC is right down the, the road, and they have... Oh, okay. I mean, they they don't rotate their selection too much, but you'll find new stuff well, my, in there. Well, my, be, my beer has a, has a skeleton on it, and the skeleton looks cold, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's a uh, voodoo. It's New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. That's a mouthful. Now, I don't know what the imperial part is, Angus. Uh, TJ, what does that mean? The imperial. What makes it imperial? Oh, you put the me rebels? on the spot like I should know. Yes, the rebels. Oh, the rebels. All right. Out of anyone, Stop. you should be the one to know. Yeah, your I wife should. when we need her. I was busy it's trying 9%. to take a picture of my trooper with the uh, audio <laughs> wave so in the background say, for the I Facebook. I will say that like this he is exactly what I want. What I want in the IPA, it's fucking like super stupid hoppy. All I taste is hops, so it's, I like it. Angus, they have those ones everywhere. I see that one in like WalMarts and shit too. Yeah. Um, the thing that sucks with me is like I can't get fancy beers anymore either because. My car, like, my windows don't roll down, I can't get through the door, and I have no AC in 102-degree Texas weather. So <laughs> driving the 25 minutes to Total Wine just isn't an option anymore. So it's whatever's on the ga- at the gas station on my way home. Dude, you should have those people sponsor, like, you. Be like, those, those, like, beer delivery places? They have, like, five of them. Somebody's got to, like give you free beer from for like advertisements that's not a bad idea because that's the only reason no, i don't dude. do it is because i don't want to pay the fees and shit yeah send him a sticker or something speaking <laughs> of ads i'm gonna try really hard not to give any free sponsorship away this episode we've been doing oh, don't too, worry. I'm all, too heavy I have lately two. yeah i have two i got a few so it's all good i got this <laughs> i was just thinking about that today i was like damn that particular streaming service we're hyping them every time i'm kind of like <laughs> You know, I kind of I would like to be sponsored by them for how often we do it now. I did watch my movie on it. Hey, me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so two thirds of this episode is brought to you by. Dude, God, I hope okay. we we watch the same movie. But probably not. I doubt it. No, there's yeah. so much on that streaming yeah. service that <laughs> shall not be named for at least while you already did. But I'm not going Until to later. for at least one no. episode. I like the All fact right. that you said you weren't going to mention it, but then you mentioned how great it is after I... <laughs> yeah. That's only yeah. because of their selection being so wide and the variety. <laughs> You're going to get me going. Anyway. All um... right. So, yeah, my beer. Um, what I've gotten into lately is Tecate. And my chick oh. taught me about this thing, beer salt. Does that just mean Mexican beer? Yeah, it's Mexican yeah. beer. Oh, okay. But do you know oh, beer no. salt... No. Apparently, it's not a Florida thing. It's a Texas thing. But it's these little bottles that look like little beer bottles. And it's it's uh, like a little salt that you put around the brim of your beer. And it's lime flavored. There's different ones, though. There's like a okay. chilada or some shit. I don't know uh, what it is. Yeah. But apparently, this is like a big Mexican thing. And yeah, like even yeah, they the make guy- like cocktails out of their beer. You can get like the tall boys of like all kinds of crazy shit at the gas station yeah yeah but um i guess like the guy at total wine even when she was asking if they carried it she's like he was like no like i tried to get it in florida and it wasn't there either i'm like wait i've never even heard this shit but now it's like my new thing like it's fucking awesome 
Yeah. So I'll bring some when I come down in a month or two. Cool. Cool. So what are you drinking? Just Tecate. Just, Ooh, me? just salt. Yeah, tecate. Salted Tecate. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's I fantastic. Well leading up to something. No, no, I already I said it. <laughs> that sounds yeah, yeah, like, a, like a like a like a Mexican fish dish. Salted Tecate. Oh, I'm just gonna get some Tecate for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the tecate is not too flavorful on its own, so you gotta like salt it at least. <laughs> but you don't want to overspice the tecate because then you kill all the fish flavor. It's very delicate. Mm-hmm. Angus is drinking fish tonight. <laughs> I'm not even joining in on this conversation. <laughs> I don't like the idea that I'm drinking fish. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it and. Fun fact, this is the very last movie of my notebook. I had to start a new notebook. Uh, what? I got so nervous. I was like, oh my god, he's quitting the show. Why? No. Dude, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Isn't this episode 50? I think it's, is it? Or maybe 49. I lost count, honestly. I think last I, time you said next episode will be 50. I started numbering them wrong in um, yeah. my files, so I'd have to actually look back. No, this is 49. I have uh, the last one up is episode 48. Okay, so... I think this is only 49. Mike got nervous you were quitting the one episode before 50 when he was supposed to get his tattoo. Yeah. I would have got it anyway. Just put 49th episode (laughs) special tattoo or whatever. Yeah, just get the special episodes listed too. Like fucking... Mike Mike probably just picked the most blasphemous episode or movie he could find. So I'm just going to be out. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Oh, no, no. It's very light and blasphemy. That was one of the things I was worried about picking this. Like, after I said, like, Satanism, I called, I was like, oh, man, I don't want no, it's to. That's actually funny. I, I was like, in my head while watching this, I was like, TG's not going to vote for me. God's in this. Uh, or, you God's... know, there's things in this film. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I... And, and then I realized, oh, yeah, Angus is going to have things, too. <laughs> we have to both explain ours really well to get over that's... that. I was like, yeah, I was stressed about it. I was going to say something, but then I was like, hell, there are a lot of demon and like Satan movies that are like the vast majority of them are basically totally fine. You know, I don't have a like conflict of faith. I can tell you, I really want a list of your conflict of faith. I thought that I think that would be interesting to watch. (laughs) Well, that's what I I was thinking. I was like, I don't know that. I Well, I I guess I avoid those kinds of movies anyway. But like, you know, like the big. How do you feel about Rosemary's Baby and the Crucifix? That's really what the listeners want to know. Say, no, I haven't watched Rosemary's Baby ever. What? No, I am shocked. That just seems like Not something you would have watched just because it's like one of the most famous horror movies. Yeah. Like before There's like, a lot of high most school famous shit, movies man. I haven't watched. I used to take shit for never seeing having seen Rocky from the guy yeah, I worked yeah. with. That is ridiculous. That is kind of stupid. That's like me not watching oh, Matrix. Uh, on the uh, uh, Re- uh, Regal is coming out with Rocky, so Ro- you can go watch all four Rockies in the theater for like in one sitting. Uh, no, it'll come out like a week apart or something. Uh, they played um, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth by me the other day at Cinemark, and I missed it. I'm so pissed. Uh, so I watched. Uh, I forgot to get the year, but it's a Hammer movie. The Devil Rides Out. Um, it stars Christopher Lee and Charles of Gray. It does. Yeah. <laughs> what Hammer film doesn't star Christopher Lee? Uh, y'all know Charles Gray. He he's the the guy who in Rocky Horror who like instructs you on how to do the time warp. The narrator guy, the professor. 
The amount of times I got drunk outside that playhouse, no, I've never actually seen And he seen also a movie. played Blofeld in Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, sure, I like Bond. I've He's never like, seen um, it either. The Rocky Horror, I've never watched it all the way through. Well, go Google him, because you've probably come across Charles Gray in something. He's like a campier, gayer Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Oh, that, that's, this man's from 1840, so probably <laughs> not what you mean. What? what? <laughs> that's, what you like, that's who I got, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is Gray with an A? My, uh, Charles Gray. Minus oh, that does... Seventeen sixty four. No, not the song. <laughs> yeah. How is how is the songwriter above Charles Gray the actor? Yeah, he's more like you know. I don't know. No. no. <laughs> I, I don't. I. He has a lovely smile, and you Do, only think twice or whatever. But yeah, I don't yeah, really. You only think twice. Else. That <laughs> is that, the, that the first picture of him looks like a weird painting of somebody like. Like and yeah. they stretched it out like too wide, yeah. like. Or he, yeah, has like two apple feet, two apple fritters at the same time. <laughs> is this the one where he's in the robes that you guys? Yeah, see? yeah, <laughs> I, like know, a dojo or something. I, I'm still stuck on him, like being like the uh, different Anthony Hopkins. So that to me looks like a bad tattoo version of Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like sucky tattoos um, yeah. website. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> That's how that guy would say it. Oh, man, okay, he's dead. So, yeah, he's dead. So we meet one of our, our main characters. His name is Rex, and he flies in on a prop plane to meet Christopher Lee, who sports a goatee in this movie. And they go to a house party for an astronomical society. And they're obviously Satanists. Um, oh, <laughs> no time. Wasted. I don't know why that got me. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. So they're, they're going to meet uh, this young dude that they know named Simon. And he's like somebody's oh. nephew. Or, they're all like related, but I kind of lost track of the familial ties. So they meet Charles Gray and they're worried about Simon. Oh, I did write it down. <laughs> Who is Christopher Lee's dead friend's son. So he basically said, oh, when you're gone, buddy, I'll take care of your son. So he's like the godfather. Christopher Lee is the godfather. Um, they meet this girl named Tanith. And she says, surely we're not meant to be more than 13. So like they're not even trying to hide you know, their, their Satanists. So they, they think that Christopher Lee and Rex just dropping in oh, on I thought that was like a are you know part of the satan party but they they you know skew the numbers too high above 13 so it's a problem i thought um, it was so an age thing that. you were talking about dude I, yeah oh, me too yeah. i was just like oh boy i was like that's me and, way younger than it's comfortable with <laughs> no, me no, and mike no. both got uncomfortable because we're like oh we can't even joke about this <laughs> no they're just 13 people um, At so, two, it's okay. So Rex starts right. yapping like, oh, what do you mean 13 people for your astronomical society? Like Rex is totally oblivious. And Christopher Lee like gives him this look like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, <laughs> don't you know we're around Satanists? <laughs> and um, so then Christopher Lee and our, uh, Rex are asked to leave, but they decide to go visit the observatory first. And there's like all this like there's medieval demon paintings on the wall and the floor has like medieval demon shit with a goat's head like painted on it. And he, um, you know, Rex is like, what, what, what is this? And Simon's like, oh, it's just decoration. <laughs> <laughs> and 
So then they hear a noise, and so Christopher Lee goes into a closet, and he, there's a basket in there, and he opens up the basket, and it's full of chickens. And then in his Christopher Lee voice, which I can't imitate, so I'm not even going to try, he goes, Black magic! I did try a little. <laughs> and then Christopher Lee chews Simon that, out. That sounds like a cool like drop you could use in like a horrorcore rap song. Dude, he has so I wrote a bunch of his lines. His lines are great in this because he just like bellows them out because that's the only way he talks. And it's I guess I should have saved it as a selling point. I didn't even think of it. But yeah, just hearing Christopher Lee yell some of this shit is <laughs> worth watching the movie. Um, So he yells at Simon and they give him this like drug, knock him out. And then... Christopher Lee punches a butler on their way out and they get back to Christopher Lee's like house. Like just for shits and giggles or like? No, no, they had, to, they had to book it out of there because they were oh, taking Simon oh, okay. and the Satanists were like, not my Simon. And they're like, no, oh, he's our see, Simon. Okay. Um, so Christopher Lee back at his house uses a mirror hypnosis to clear Simon's head. And he has this line that like made me feel at peace. And it's in his Christopher Lee voice again. He says, you will wake at 10 a.m. Your mind will be free of all pain and of all anxiety. He let them that's sleep in. Really yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's a, that's a nice thought to wake up at 10 a.m. My mind free of all pain and of all anxiety. You'd be three hours late, which would make you anxious. Yeah, I would be a little <laughs> upset. Wait, I was like, well, 10 a.m., that's a little late. But if, if I, I could I'd just be like, why up. am I up so early? What is happening? <laughs> I'd be like, I'm four hours late, man. My kid's been awake for two and a half hours. He'd just be on his phone. He'd be fine. Yeah, he'd be on his phone. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Um, Your kid has oh, a phone? Oh, so Christopher. Huh? Your kid has a phone? It's oh, Wi-Fi yeah, like only. He doesn't have phone service. So oh, okay. So can look at YouTube Kids and use Kids Messenger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, he is he, have... like, fucking calling people, making deals and shit? Wait, he has Kid Messenger? I want to say what's up to him in the middle of the day. I don't yeah, want yeah, Mike he... on Kid Messenger. Well, no, my my son, like, yeah, no, that's Mike. He, he doesn't like to talk on the phone. Kids. His friends will call him and he'll pick up and, like, walk away from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out bad. of sight, out of mind. He doesn't believe in anything. Yeah, it's like, oh, you should let your friends call you. It's like, okay, this counts. Uh, so Christopher Lee gives Simon a cross to wear. But Simon wakes up in a trance and starts strangling himself with it. And yeah, I just imagine like one of those cool like rapper chain ones. <laughs> like this is oh, yeah. very no, gaudy super and like, heavy and yeah. Yeah, it's like down to his belly button and shit. This is Hail no. Satan right on it. <laughs> Christopher Lee gave him the wrong one. He gave him one he had <laughs> confiscated. Yeah. Oopsie. Oh no, I mixed them up. He has <laughs> I love your Christopher Lee voice. It's so bad. Um so Christopher Lee is downstairs schooling Rex on like you know Satan worship, and then he yells at him, "I tell you, these people are devil worshippers." That's my worst one yet, but you can you can imagine. Um, the butler comes and tells him that Simon has disappeared, and Christopher Lee, of course, I should have known. So Christopher Lee and Rex oh, just go straight back to the observatory, and they find the chickens. And he says, at least we saved your lives to the chickens. That's good. Uh, and then the, the room goes cold 
and the like devil goat head in the floor starts smoking and this guy appears from the smoke and he's just kind of like this chubby shirtless guy who just kind of like cheekily smiles at them but christopher <laughs> e lee's yelling don't look at the eyes and i'm just the picturing eyes are mike. yellow it kind of yeah just not a mic but with like yellow like jaundiced stoned eyes just like oh no i'm unhealthy in this one <laughs> yeah. Just staring at him. And uh, Rex is not doing too good. So Christopher Lee utters a spell and throws a cross on the goat floor. And the man disappears and, and they run. Christopher Lee decides to track down Tanith, the, the girl he had, they'd seen at the party. And they, they find her at a hotel and, and Rex takes her for a drive. And he's trying to like pretend he's interested in the society or whatever. But she quickly Just figures out that like. He's not in their astronomical society, and she tries to jump out, uh, but he grabs her. But Wait, then is she a Satanist too? He, she okay. So they reveal soon that she's like Simon. She's in the group, and she's been put under hypnosis, and she's awaiting her satanic uh -oh. baptism to be uh -huh. like fully cool. in the uh, astronomical society. So she stays in the car, but now she goes into a trance, and she sees Charles Gray in the rearview mirror. And they end up going to like some family picnic with some friends of Rex's or cousins or whatever. And Rex gets out and Tanith immediately steals the car. So Rex gets in his friend's or cousin's car and chases after her. And they have this little girl who just says, he didn't stay long, did he? And I thought that that was funny. It was like the only joke in the, the whole movie, um, which is all super British, by the way, of course, because it's Hammer. You know uh, what? I, I gotta get this out there because I know you really like Hammer films, don't you? Mm -hmm. I fucking hate them. Uh, why? I don't like Hammer films. I think they're fucking awful. I've never gotten into. I like, but I hate British shit too to just begin with. I guess oh, you maybe really are anti-British. Like, to be fair, literally the only thing I like that's British, I think, is Mr. Bean. <laughs> you like the most British thing possible. <laughs> that's the only one. But he can but fuck Event off. Horizon was filmed in Black England. Adder. That doesn't count. They no. were actually filmed in space. Directed by yeah, an English is... director. Oh, he's American. Yeah, he's American. All <laughs> <laughs> Anderson. That's an American name. <laughs> yeah. He's got two he's middle like... initials. Even if oh, he didn't use yeah. them, he's still got two W and S. That's a good point. That's what American gorgeous. has two middle names? It's a goddamn. I don't even have a middle name. It's a goddamn American. Australian, or what is Sam Neill? <laughs> Stanley Kubrick shows up. It's his film, too. He wrote it secretly. But, yeah, anyways, I, I fucking hate Hammer films. I find them boring as shit. Mm. So, <clears throat> Rex's windshield turns opaque, but he, he punches a hole in it so he can see to continue the chase. Um, and they go into some trees, and then a huge fog falls on him, and he crashes into a tree. And... Now we're, we're back at Charles Gray's house and Rex sneaks to their ritual. He like jumps in somebody's trunk and um, they have a goat and they slice its neck and let the blood run into a bowl. And they show Rex that? runs away. They show the say? bowl filled with blood. They don't uh, show like the goat die. Okay, cool. Like I, I didn't ah. know if it was just implied, but I, I like it when they show him die. So Rex and Christopher Lee go back to the ritual site with vials of salt and mercury. 
beer salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beer salt. <laughs> they got lime mercury. flavored mercury. <laughs> I'm about to get fucked and, up. <laughs> and now the the astronomical society are having this like closed orgy because this was like back in the day, I guess, so they couldn't have a full on real orgy. Yeah, people um, weren't as attractive back then. Or so like the like nudity in the movie. And they're, so they're just kind of like swinging with their arms up, bumping into each other, eating grapes. And Charles Gray is so proud of them. And then a goat head man appears. And Christopher Lee yells, the devil himself. So they, they go in the car to ram him with the car. And they throw a cross at him. And he poofs off in a, a cloud of smoke. Rex punches out Charles Gray. They grab Simon and Tanith and they drive off back to Rex's friend's house. And here's one of my favorite Christopher Lee lines is they're talking about how like they're tired and they send Simon and uh, Tanith to rest. And Christopher Lee says, I'll take a nap later. But like in Christopher Lee voice. I'm going to have to Google Christopher Lee voice. I have no idea. You know, I'm taking a time out right now. I have a metal album. What? What? Yes. Dead. Like a metal or like? Yes. I don't know what other kind of metal there is. Like he's vocals? Yeah, yeah, he's the vocals. Most well mannered. Oh, yeah, he's Okay, I, I know his voice now. See, I only know his voice from like, what were those fucking first, or those Star Wars movies from the 2000s? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He, he was, was, uh, uh, he was a, a Count Dooku? Yeah, something like that. Can you hear it? I don't know. I'm a metalhead. I mean, it actually just sounds like me being an asshole. Yeah, this isn't very metal. (laughs) Um, Thumbs down the Christopher Lee metal. So Christopher Lee goes out because he's got better (laughs) shit to do. I guess I didn't quite understand why he's just up and left. They always do this in like movies like this, where like you have to get rid of a character. So he's just like, I gotta go, like. I gotta go. So Christopher yeah. leaves. And of course, because he's gone, Charles Gray shows up and he sits down and starts having a talk with um, the friend's wife. The friend's name is Richard, by the way. Um, and he starts to hypnotize her. And with her hypnotized, Simon and Tanith wake up and they're about to attack Richard and Rex, who were watching them respectively. Simon in one room with Richard and Rex with Tanith in the other. But then Richard's daughter comes into the room and just goes, Mommy, and like breaks her out of the spell. And Charles Gray leaves and he says, I shall not be back, but something will. And then Rex and Tanith run off. And because Tanith is like Charles Gray's medium, so he like uses her to get control of them and attack them in the house. So that's why she leaves and Rex goes to babysit. And Christopher Lee is upset. But so that night, Christopher Lee sets up a, a room uh, with like a ring of salt and like his incantations written into it. And also off away in the barn, Tanith is like all possessed and tied up and thrashing around. Can I just say what a stupid name Tanith is? It's supposed to be like some sort of like Egyptian like evil oh. thing. I feel mm-hmm. bad because I just thought it was like an English woman named Tanith. No, no, her. it was a, like they had a whole. It was a conversation in the movie. Then I just H- hold on. Uh, why is your name so stupid? <laughs> yeah, he's like, why do you have a devil name? And she's like, why? When did they give you a devil name? And she's like, I've had it since birth. And he's like, uh-huh. oh. Actually, I'm Egyptian, sir. 
I, I was not paying attention because it was boring me. Oh, so yeah. I went and looked at Christopher Lee Metal, and the album cover is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's him, great artwork. Yeah, it's like a throne, and there's like fire behind him. He has like a like a like a photoshopped oh on crown and there's a, like there's a giant whole video sword. for the song I was playing with him just sitting on the throne. But then somebody also just took his character from fucking Lord of the Rings and just photoshopped a guitar in his hand. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that one too. Actually, he looks way more metal there than he yeah. does on the throne. Yeah. <laughs> this old fucker's about to rock. Alright, so I'll, I'll wrap this up since we're getting bored. They're in the salt circle. There's wind. Um, they hear Rex knocking at the door. Let me in! But Christopher Lee's like, no, no, it's a trick. He's not really there. Then a giant tarantula appears and tries to like mm. get in the circle, but it can't. <laughs> and Penis. then the, the daughter comes in the room, and the, the parents are flipping <laughs> out. But and then the tarantula is about to attack the daughter, so Char, uh, Christopher Lee splashes water on the daughter and she disappears. And then he splashes water on the spider and it dies. And <laughs> is smoke. it holy water at least, or just like Zephyr Hills or something? I, it's like yeah, it's uh, the English Zephyr Hills, uh, okay. Hill of the Lakes. Comes from the Vatican, I get it. Yeah, yeah, Hill, Hill of the Lakes, uh, sparkling water. Um, <laughs> Simon starts to get hypnotized to leave the circle, so. Uh, Richard punches him out and then Christopher Lee says they've sent the angel of death himself and then this horse guy is in the room um, just like moving around Being a, lot. a horse, yeah. <laughs> yes. and then their circle breaks and the rider takes off a mask he was wearing to show he's just a skull underneath and Christopher Lee yells an incantation and they're all okay and Rex brings Tanith back but she's dead but now the daughter has been kidnapped and Simon dri- drives off. So Christopher Lee burns some blood to conjure Tanith's spirit to find where Charles Gray is. And through this ritual, they find out, oh, he's home. He's, he's at his house. Just chilling? <laughs> yeah. Like just watching just TV house. or something? Just oh, he's having a ritual. In, he's having a ritual in his basement. <laughs> they just like they didn't even think they had they did a whole seance where they could have just gone knocked on his door and like, oh shit, you're home. We're gonna like fuck you up now, man. They could have done a <laughs> wellness check. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They did just a seance. A couple bobbies over. <laughs> you imagine like instead of doing a wellness check, you just like call up spirits from hell like <laughs> where are they how are they doing but then the spirits like you could have knocked on their door <laughs> his tv um, wasn't very loud he could hear everything uh, so rex punches people till he goes down and the daughter is about to be killed but Tanith possesses Richard's wife and rescues the daughter with an incantation, which breaks the altar, and then the entire room burns. And then they wake up in the circle, and Tanith is alive again. And because of the incantation Christopher Lee had set, put, he put time itself has been rewritten. And it quietly ends. Well, fucking time. I wish there was more time travel, or at all. Yeah, cool. I thought that was a fun little end where like some things happened and some things did. I wish there was more excitement. <laughs> I this thing's only like eighty emulation. minutes long, so it moves fast. Mm. It's like chase after chase after ritual after ritual. There's something going on constantly. 
don't forget about all the incantation, in, incantations and the, and the Christopher Lee voices. Oh, that's right. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> Michael, what did you watch? Well, I hope mine's at least somewhat exciting. I guess now I'm nervous. I yeah, on man. Spot. He's gonna, so. just gonna like overdo it for you just to spite me. <laughs> No, man. Whatever in the notes stays in the notes. <laughs> um, so I watched Night Train to Terror. Holy shit! That I've been wanting to watch that forever. Oh, I'm my so God. Excited. No, I'm so excited. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> asshole. God, that was so good. Oh, man. I, I knew what he was doing, dude. I was like, he's doing it. I knew he wasn't that excited, but he was faking it. Ugh. So uh, this star star is a couple dudes. The first one is John <laughs> Philip Law from Baba's Danger Diabolic and the Cassandra Crossing. Dude, so that's kind of cool. I love Danger Diabolic. Hell, that is a. He, we're gonna do it on the Mario I'm Minute. I was gonna say I want to be right, I want I want to be on that episode because I know that movie oh, cool. very very well. Well, I give All you right. a little ringy dingy, and we'll, <laughs> and then uh, also some kind <laughs> that's, of that's podcast that. speak for call. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad you got it. You just laughed a second time. It doesn't matter what reason. I'm just glad you're laughing. All right. The uh, second guy is Cameron Mitchell, who just played Eric the Conqueror in Baba's Eric the Conqueror that we just. Wow, really? Like the the so, beautiful blonde yes. one. Yes. Yeah. I was I was actually just talking to Sarah about that movie where like how beautiful one he of was the the two brothers they're like two years apart in age and one it's like this just beautiful young 20 year old blonde man and, and the other the is like this guy. yeah this 45 year old man who's supposed to be like 24 who like he looks like the kind of guy who just wakes up like lights his cigarette and just goes ah, whiskey for <laughs> breakfast <laughs> again <laughs> yeah <sighs> Alright, so this movie starts with a lot of rock and roll and a ton of fog on a train. Hell yeah. Ooh. And there's also there's also fog inside the train, which is kinda of weird and cool. Indoor fog. That should be a Indoor selling point, fog. bro. On a train. No, I got a good one. How does the fog <laughs> get into the train? Yeah, How does it know. ever get indoors? They're partying so hard, it's the eighties, man. Oh, it's um, the steam off their bodies? So you gotta remember it's a no, no, there's actual fog. <laughs> it's like a rock and roll show in the, on the train that's going really fast, and then the song that that's playing. I'm gonna play it for you right now. I actually have the clip. Are you guys are you guys ready for the clip? Yeah. Here I'm, we go. I hope you're ready. I'm here. I'm I here. guess that means I'm ready. Come on, dance with me, dance with me, dance with me, dance with me, dance with me. All right, so that plays a lot. <laughs> I love it. Not gonna stop. He was so into it. <laughs> So that's happening. They're dancing. They're all wearing spandex and coat. They're, they're just, they're, that's what, it's like a workout video of Daisy Fuentes, except way more rocking. Um, on this train are God and Satan. They're hanging out. Satan seems like a cool dude. He's Italian. And then the bellhop, there's a cool bellhop, and he calls Satan Mr. Satan. So he's oh. Mr. Satan for the whole rest of the episode. I, I love that he gets respect. God anything. He does. <laughs> Yeah, nobody acknowledges God, but Satan's Mr. Satan. And uh, Mr. Satan says drugs and rock and roll are cool. Oh, yeah. And God's like, yeah. God didn't really have it. He, he got the last laugh, but the, here he's just kind of like, well. <laughs> like, he didn't have anything to say. He's like, yeah, drugs are pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. So they talk philosophically about good versus evil and going to heaven or hell and stuff like that. 
and what they are is they're lawyers, and they're they're basically lawyers in this film. This film's an anthology film, so there's like you get three different stories, and they're just judging the shit out of these people, oh, okay. sending them to heaven or hell. Yeah. Are so you the guys? First film, I got a question. Yeah. Are you guys anthology film fans? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Me too. Like I realized yeah. the other day, I was watching um, Creep Show two again for the first time in a while. I'm like. God damn it, dude. Anthology movies are great. They need to do more of yeah. them, like, today. They do. I, 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 um, I love, like, the intertwining story between them. It's like, I just love the little story that break like, that we get every 20 minutes. I think yeah, the last, last October, I tore through, like, as many of the amicus ones I could. Um, what oh, are yeah, they? I remember you doing that. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the names of them. Shit. <laughs> The last one that I remember like was amazing is um, Trick or Treat, and the fucking sequel yeah. has been in production for fucking eight years now. I think since they announced it, I've been meaning to rewatch that. I like that movie the first uh, time I saw it a lot. It's it's great. It is, yeah. So the uh, the first film is about Harry Billings. He's a dude who enjoys women, drugs, and booze. I love this guy. And, uh, yeah, he's great. But the problem problem comes pretty quickly. He kills his wife drunkenly driving on their wedding night. I love this guy. Oh, <laughs> <of course. laughs> um, and this is this is Eric the Conqueror. So he kind of to me he kind of looks like young Dennis Quaid, but he talks exactly like Sylvester Stallone the whole time, which is freaky. He's um, probably dubbed. That's a very hard possibility, yeah. Wait, hard? Specifically by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, hard is, like, good. They're interchangeable, I think. A solid possibility. Solid possibility, yeah. Okay, that makes hard. more sense. A hard possibility <laughs> seems like it's not really a possibility at all. Right, like, it's hard for that oh, to be possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. Um, so, uh, we, we, after that happens, we get this shot of this amazingly beautiful, not even hot, but like beautiful woman tied up on a, uh, medical gurney and like, she never shows up again. So like, I had to go back and look at her and she was stupidly <laughs> attractive the second time too. I just wanted to say, um, did you get her name? So, no, she was just the naked blonde tied up in a gurney. I couldn't get her. I, anyway, I'll, I'll go on. Wait, I'll tell you about it later. But we're in an insane asylum, <laughs> and it's a really, really bad insane asylum because like this couple gets. I remember it's like 1982, so nobody has directions. There's like no good insane asylums. In yeah, I was gonna say, what's a nice no. one? <laughs> like, is there yeah, one? That's I think that's why they just locked them all. I think what they were all really like satanic crazy holes. That's why America got rid of them. Like, I think nope, that there's, there's, a, Satan there's also a rule that like anthologies had to have an insane asylum like every other one <laughs> the company produced. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, they're just so easy, yeah. Um, so the couple stops for directions, but the guy gets murdered instead of getting directions, which I thought was rude. And even worse, probably the woman gets raped. So it's a terrible hospital. Um, so wait, is so it's a hard is possibility. Is this the same story as the drunk driving? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's actually, yeah, we're, we're getting to him. He's in this hospital. This We're just kind of being shown what a bad hospital it really is. <laughs> bad hospital. So the hospital. No grant money or whatever. It, 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 it kidnaps yeah. women to abuse and murder, like, literally every night. And they have, like, dozens of women just ready to be murdered, like, every night. Who's doing the murdering? Um, just the staff? Oh, so we're getting to that, actually. Oh, one oh of we're the, getting one to everything. In, i got to stop asking everything. questions. Yeah. What if we <laughs> one, don't? One. <laughs> what if we're not and we don't? Well, you can give me a lot of shit afterwards. Okay. Um, so after, like, after all the blood and tits, they actually sell the body parts to, like, 
I don't know, other hospitals, I guess, is what they said. And so they're getting rich off of this. And they turned our drunk driving Harry into a murder rapist via drugs and, like, psychology. And I'm, only, I'm like, 30% sure they used also a mirror for the psychology, but I think TJ just put that in my head. So I didn't write it down. <laughs> so, so I think so I, drugs I think and psychology? Did they just put him in front of a mirror and, like, gave him a bunch no, of drugs? No, like, the and doctor's he's just like, like, you know you want to. And he's just like, <laughs> shit, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so for, like, the next 15 minutes of the mil- movie, that's all Harry does. He just murders and abuses women when on screen. Hold on. Like, I can't get over this because yeah. when you were saying, like, they were selling the parts and stuff, the other... Uh-huh. Like, like, I just imagine like that one dude um doing like a Project Veritas video where he exposes all oh this. Oh my god! <laughs> like he did with the baby parts in abortion. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like that's a funny parody you could do in he the middle just of talks this. To like one of the nurses or something on, yeah. like, at a bar, and she's just going on and on about selling women's thighs and like ears. Like and then laughing about it. <laughs> yeah, just hysterically. Oh my god. We've uncovered this startling footage. <laughs> yeah, and it's just Harry killing people. <laughs> it's just like, that is startling. That is. Where did you get this? Uh, so, be- because I watched this film on a uh, streaming service not to be named in this episode, <laughs> I have to say, I believe the um, birth control pill, the, bir- the, bir- the birth control pill next pull kills more women than this film like every minute because there was just a commercial for her talking about vaginal bleeding and cancer and sick fuck? and strokes and heart attacks you guys have to see this commercial. i, mean, I is... watch it every day i've never seen that dude i got yeah. commercials for this and like pads and stuff i'm like what, who's what? watching this what are you googling bro my yeah, apparently a lot of fucked up shit mine's just progressive ads really yeah, I get progressive, and then that, like, um, Geico homeowner's insurance ad with rat in it. I get that a lot now, oh, actually. It's Car- like they Carvana. heard me say it. I liked it. <laughs> so we get back to Harry, you know, murdering round women. And round. We get um, back around and round to Harry murdering. So because uh, he's apparently really great in bed because he starts sleeping with, like, the head doctor, and the head doctor decides to kill her husband. But then Harry's like, I, I want to go home now. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> so, he, so he punches the head doctor in her stupid face and ties her up. And then, uh, actually, she didn't kill her husband. She lobotomized her husband. So oh. her lobotomized husband comes, like, stumbling into the room where she's tied up with her, like, with his, like, other lobotomized friend. And they start, like, cutting her up, like, lobotomized, like. So they, like, cut her throat and, like, sit her tits and stuff. Um, and that's, that's the end of that, uh, Harry, Harry part of the movie. And we get back to God and Satan and Mr. Satan's like, he loves that shit. Yeah. I love that shit. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He loved that shit. And God's like, well, he fucking tried to be good. Let's give him a break. And then they argue about it for a little bit. (laughs) And then the bellhop comes in with like a menu and he's like, why don't we just give him a hundred years in purgatory? And then God and Mr. Satan agree politely that that's a good idea. Where does he go after though? Right, yeah, they still have to determine. Oh, oh, that's a good point. They, like, yeah, I'm, they left that out. So they yeah, just you're basically, really fucking... They said, you like, threw a wrench just, in this movie. Let's just table this one, and we'll come back I to it. I was going to say, yeah, years. yeah, they probably tabled that to what is to us, like, two minutes. They're just going to talk about it again soon. It's like, hey, remember Harry? It's like, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> is, is, is 
Well, there's limbo, right? I'm not Catholic. Purgatory is a Catholic thing. Whereas purgatory, uh, like you wait to get into heaven, and limbo is you might go either way. Yeah, I think it's like a waiting room, like at like the oh, really? <laughs> well, I, Yeah, yeah. Because limbo so, like, sounds like limbo sounds is, terrible, according li- according to that Robin Williams movie, right? That's where his wife went. Right, right. right but uh, yeah, purgatory, place. a place or state of suffering inhabited by the souls of sinner who are ex. Creating their sins before going to heaven. So it's like, so, yeah, you know, it's a, it, yeah, it's, yeah, Harry gets to go to heaven. It's a county it's jail. A little bit of suffering before going to. He, he has a Lego heaven. in his sock. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for a hundred years that would kind of suck. Um, then they talk about music, and God says he just kind of mocks Satan. He's like, he's like, you can't cry, Mister Satan. You have no tears. I bet Mister Satan's like. <laughs> I bet you huh? listen to Christopher Lee music. <laughs> and Mr. Satan is like, I can laugh, and that's better. And then we get back to our rock and roll song. Dance with me, dance with me. Do you still have and it up? We go that for a few. Do I have it? No. Yeah. He's wearing a bandana. He's looking at me. It's so fucking great. It's such a great video. <laughs> Um, so next we get a story about Greta, Greta Connors, which makes Mr. Satan lick his lips in anticipation. So, like, he loves this chick. And for good reason, because Greta loves to bang dudes for money, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> you love people so, who do anything for money. Yeah, those people are pretty cool. <laughs> um, so she meet, so she, sell, like, she needs money, so she's selling popcorn at a carnival. And this, like, rich dude just pulls up to her and so starts putting $100 bills into her shirt. And he's just like, yeah, it's just, I'll take one, and then I'll take another, and he just keeps putting $100 bills in her, and then he just takes her. He just takes her, and she's his now. That's how it worked in this movie. And uh, he turns her into a That's kind of how it worked in my, like, kid's basketball movie. He didn't have money, <laughs> but he, like, made a bunch of hoops, and then he just took the girl away from the other guy. I was going to say, I... See, that's, I, that's I, how the world works, really. I wish you would have said that's how it worked in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't put it under her shirt. We've been happily married for ten years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't do anything. It's fantastic. I'm gonna try it. I don't want to use hundreds though. What if it's a negative? Like, I don't want to lose out on hundreds. Well, how good of a life do you want to have, Michael? Fuck, bro. I, <laughs> I think you would live a decent life if you just gave her twenties. I think you would still well, be okay. Thank you, yeah. Like, yeah, there'd cool, be times she'd be a little bitchy and you'd get annoyed, but, like, it would go away pretty quick, I think. Can I, can I later put hundreds <laughs> in her belly button or something? Like, like, the, or is it just a one-time offering? I think one time is enough. Yeah. Jeez, oh, all right. Women yeah, are pretty the foundation stupid. of the relationship. <laughs> that's right. Can't be, I don't want to build my foundation in 20s. And this is 1982 money, so that must have been, like, oh, five grand or that's something. that's a lot yeah. of money for, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Inflation and shit. I bet she uh, wasn't so worth after- it, and we're going to find out. <laughs> We're gonna find out, yeah. Um, so after watching one of her porns, this one dude falls in love with her, and they start dating, and like oh, she totally dude. leaves his original pimp. Uh, Wait, she and, leaves. Like, she leaves the money man for a chronic masturbator. Well, no, no. So okay, so he went to his like old um. What what, what do you call those places that hang out at the colleges? A fraternity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he goes back to his old fraternity, and they're all watching porn and like playing pool together. And then, like, but he can't stop watching her. She, he's just like, holy shit, look at this porn actress. I want her. And that's what he does. He totally goes and gets her. Well, does, well, does like his, his frat buddy's like, bro, bro, so I settle down now. Like, <laughs> No, no, he's just left in the middle of the party. And he's oh, just, he next, next party scene, we're just at her. her. Yeah, yeah. 
That's uh, determination. They, yeah, they go did he, like, did he the, like hold a seance to find out where she was? No, dude, he totally just went to where she plays piano somehow, and then like <laughs> that's just it's movie magic. Oh, it's like <laughs> and, an Argento then, like, movie. Yeah, in the middle of her um like playing piano, she's he's just like hey, and that that I don't know, that's it, that's not what happened. Oh, okay. Um No money. So they. No money, no money. So this is a great relation. This is a great foundation. No, the That's other guy spent no all cash. that money and it's nothing? Yeah, nothing. I said it wasn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Might keep your 20s, um, but <laughs> like it's not worth so, it. So, so she's no longer a sex for money woman, but she's she in a death cult. Which is way worse, probably. Oh, that's like an astronomical um, society. Yes. Her old pimp is also in the death cult, and he's really angry at the new guy, so he plots revenge. So they play a game together, because, you know, they're in this death cult, where they all wear head electrodes, and they like to see who gets zapped by, like, this giant zap machine. And there's, like, six of them, and they all get shocked, like, bit by bit by bit. And, yeah, he's... The, the, the new guy is in this, too, for some reason, because he just follows the chick along. <laughs> and uh, the, then this black dude, who's, like, a super cool Jimi Hendrix-looking dude, he gets zapped by, like, the final dash zap, and he get he starts like smoking because the zapping won't stop. And he's like, he looks at the camera almost. He's like, "Excuse me while I smoke." <laughs> and, and then he, like, like, does he then, say it like, "Excuse me while I kiss the sky"? But he says, "Excuse me no, yeah, while yeah, I yes. smoke." Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then he bursts into like flame and more smoke. And then he fucking dies for the next like minute and a half of the film. While like everybody laughs at him, and he just starts fucking screaming. So, so, so this like, is a full on immolation, dude. Full on, he fucking melted. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> That's how long it took him to die. Whoa. I wrote that this dude must have fucked this dude's director's wife or something for him to die that hard. He fucking died. <laughs> so Greta, for some that reason, stunt, man. <laughs> burn in hell. So Greta tells the old pimp to fuck off, but he's having none of that shit. So he kidnaps he kidnaps them to play another saw game, where there's like a giant wrecking ball, and like it's gonna like they're gonna lay in sleeping bags below the wrecking ball, and like the wrecking ball is gonna twirl around them. Miley and like a Cyrus saw is, is gonna, gonna ride it over them. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay, cool. And and so wherever it falls, they die. And so, like, this time... <laughs> the, the one, the one, Dude, the reaction to that was hilarious. TJ was making the joke about Miley Cyrus, and Mike's just like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then he kept going... Like, that's, like, literally what it was. No, well, I don't think Miley Cyrus... Miley Cyrus was not writing it because she wasn't born yet. You made but it, it was like, like her wrecking ball. You believe that. You're like, yeah, yeah no, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made it slightly more exciting that there's, like, a slightly naked teenage girl, like, there, you know, There was no joke to it. Thing. It was just yeah. you agreeing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a really agreeable guy. What can I say? So, um... I, re I thought he was just saying, yeah, just to get me to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, didn't have any, I didn't have anything to say, so I was like, yeah, yeah. It was like a, a shoe, yeah. It was, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. Just like in the, like the mirror, now, like, not that dude was using mirror psychology, like, now Miley Cyrus is, whenever I think of this stupid scene, it's gonna be Miley Cyrus, like, falling on this woman and killing her with a wrecking ball. I have power over you tonight. So, uh, so, so that happens, and then Greta and the dude live happily ever after, so that's, that's that movie part. And uh, God takes Greta's side, and Mr. Satan gets all pissed. One more question. Um, yeah. So these are all separate, like, anthology films. Um, yeah. 
are they done by the same director or different directors for each one? So same director, and even they they intertwine the character like the, all the characters are played by different by the same actors. Too. Oh, okay, cool. So like oh, in the I first like one, this one guy's like he seems like such a horrible actor, but then in the third one, he's like a really good suave guy, and I was like, wow. He, that's weird. Like it really freaked I, me out. That was the same character. I guess that's interesting, but I think for for me, part of the fun of the anthology movies is like seeing how the a- new actors pop up in it. Well, the fun part you for know, me was that like I had no idea until I googled it, because to me they were different. Until, I guess like, if they're I, all, I started googling around here, if they're all basically nobodies, seeing them recast in different roles, I guess is interesting. But well, also like, like I'm saying like. I just didn't think they had money. Like to me, it was just like they just reused characters because they were broke. It, it like could, like Mark been... Hamill popping up in like the third uh, one in body bags. Like it's just like oh shit, that's where he is and that's what he's doing. Like you kind of have. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Especially because like there's when some of them have so many people in it that uh, like you can't remember or wait for them. You know what I mean? Like oh, mm-hmm. it's not like you see Mark Hamill in the opening credits, but then you have two full stories before you even get to him, so you kind of forget that you're <laughs> looking out for him. I do like I, forgetting about I, or being surprised. I just right. watched Body Bags like three days ago <laughs> again. I don't ever watch that. That's great. It's on it's a right. it's on a service. It's a it's a screen factory. <laughs> I will. But uh, I watched. I, will I have the Blu-ray. That's why, and it kind of goes into my movie story. But um, <laughs> shit, there was something I was gonna say, but I forgot. So never mind. Oh. Alright, so um, the next story is... Oh, yeah, it was Claire. a dumb joke. Oh, right. Hold on, hold on. It was a dumb joke. Hit me. Um, You were saying that you didn't realize they were the same people until you looked it up, and then he was saying that. And I was like, well... You have they, to set it up for you? What do I say? <laughs> they they could have been... They could have been different because they all could have been dubbed by a different person but the same actor. <laughs> See? Yeah, if I would have got that out when I was going, hey, excuse me, can I talk? <laughs> So be- before the next story starts, you'll never guess what happens. Yeah! <laughs> I almost kicked my chair up and started dancing. I was so excited. We need a song Dude, like that to intro sweet. each one of us talking, like whenever Dude, our movie all... starts. Come on, dance with me, dance. Yeah, like, it's so fucking energetic. Our back uh, from piss know, breaks. These people are clearly thinking this is their like start to stardom or something like that. You can. <laughs> It's totally not. So, <laughs> the next story is a woman named Claire Henson who loves God and has a super sweet life. But Mr. Satan's like, hey, watch this. I'll make her hate you. Um, so this one's about an apprentice to Mr. Satan and an immortal cult trying to uh, stop him from ending the world. I don't actually know how he was planning to, to, to end the world. It didn't really get clear at all. Uh, and But the Antichrist dude, and this is mostly for Angus looks exactly like Ben Shapiro with long hair if he was born in the 60s. And that's all I can... That's all, That really takes me out of the film. I, all I, I think about it. is Ben Shapiro like having goat hooves for feet. And he was a Nazi, too. He was a Nazi murderer. So I just, it's, just, it's just Ben Shapiro killing people as a Nazi. That's hilarious because of him and his weird fucking Jude thing where he's like Judaism, just totally yeah. hardcore into it. So just imagine like that is really funny. Like, In fact, the whole film... Yeah. Just imagine him going on his show and instead of talking about, like, God values and shit. <laughs> um, like, tw- like, 15 minutes or so, like, 10 or 15 minutes, and I actually write, I don't think Claire is in this story, which is weird, because it's about Claire. 
Um, it doesn't really matter much because there's a bunch of cool shit like claymation demons from hell. And then there's fucking gigantic, like, 10-foot claymation Terminator monster <laughs> that shows up and kills a dude. But he only shows up for a few seconds. He must have cost way too much to make. Um, and that should also one... be, like, a requirement for these. Like, every other one, Insane Asylum, every other one has to have some claymation. Dude, this, this was full of fucking claymation. I love story. claymation, man. It... Dude, and they, it's, it's actually, it's one of them so sweet, I put it on my selling point. Um, oh. Um, Later, one of Ben Shapiro's cult things opens up a portal to hell, where another claymation spider demon Terminator thing pops up. I was hoping a Michael um, Knowles came out with long hair. <laughs> and uh, this, this, okay, this one's even, this one's even, this one's probably the coolest kill of the whole show. He he fucking immolates a dude on a crucifix, so he throws a dude oh, on a geez. crucifix, and then he burns to death. That's fucking awesome. I wonder um, if that's that then, image we used for our um, first uh, band concert that i made well, there's probably not too many crucifix emulations that's what i'm thinking because i so, don't think i've ever yeah. seen one but i found a stock image of one like from a movie uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll send you one because it's pretty uh it's pretty like yeah you'd, you'd be able to quickly tell it's very um it, claim 80 it was <laughs> that was the only concert we ever played it was really fun we almost fought a ska band oh, <laughs> um then, uh, then some woman who may or may not be Claire runs over Ben Shapiro, and then her and her friend like stab the shit out of him for a while at the hospital. But he fights them off with facts and logic, <laughs> and also by Ben Shapiro <laughs> destroys <laughs> Satan's logic. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you you went with that. <laughs> And then, but also, he switched bodies with the woman and became himself as the woman. So he also did that. Oh man, he would hate that now. <laughs> you can't oh say God, that you're, you're right. a man and be a woman. <laughs> Vice versa. And, and so we get back to Mr. Shane and God. And Mr. Shane thinks he's won this whole game. But then God's just like, uh uh, I'm God. And then you'll never believe what takes us away. Come on, <laughs> And then the train crashes and everyone dies. <laughs> and that was my movie. That was pretty fucking abrupt. Was, uh, Night Train to Terror. Oh. All right. And Angus, you watched a movie, I, I think. I certainly did. Um, I, I do want to say something before I start talking about my movie, though, which is really funny because I fucking was just watching movies in my personal time. And like I was saying, like I watched body bags because it was a screen factory thing. I've been going through a lot of my screen factory Blu-rays just because I haven't watched them. in like, since they came out, which is like five years, six years, something like that now. And the first one I watched was evil speak, which is the one that I sent you guys with, um, fucking Clint Howard, like at 21 oh, where yeah. he looked both, as Mike said, 47 and 13, <laughs> <laughs> which is the perfect fucking explanation of it. But that would have been a perfect movie for it, but I didn't feel like taking notes. So I, I would have loved to have done that one, but I didn't. I watched Night of the Demons because... Oh, I swear to God, one. I almost watched Night of the Demons too. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah, we. I think we all watched that together, though, like 12 years ago when we all lived together. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Um. So I was like, ah, I can't. I did the first three movies, not like well, not that long ago. I guess it's six years now. But 
Oh, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I'd be, I'd be uh, ridiculed yeah, the whole time. Yeah, I, I watched... Being accurate. I, I don't really remember it at this point. I don't remember the second or the third one that well. The I third remember one, liking the second one the most, and the third one is really, 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 the, really bad. The third one, I remember the thing most about it is the weird digital effects like it would use as like the like the demon ghosts were going through the house. Yeah, it was like, like CGI tentacles and stuff. It was bad. It it looked like those um like DVDs you would get that are in those thin cases at the Dollar Tree to play Ooh. during Halloween, like as background at your party. Night of the Demons Two had like monster boobs. Yeah, I I remember really liking Part Two, but Part One is yeah. great too, and it's directed by Kevin S. Tenney. Who did another film that I watched for Scream Factory called Witchboard, which is about like an evil Ouija board, and these like they're at a party and this guy brings it, and he's like, "Oh, we have to do it as a team because if you do it alone, it gets fucked up and fucked up in your head." Anyways, there's this child that he's talking to like for years, who is like an eight-year-old boy who died, and he developed this relationship with him through the Ouija board. And then that I'm sorry, are we actually at your movie? No, no. I'm, I'm getting I, there. I had to like, come back around. I was like with the director me, I'm getting a there. relationship with an eight-year-old boy. I'm getting there. So, mm -hmm. yes, this is Witchboard. And like he develops this relationship with this eight-year-old dead boy. But the thing is, it turns out that's not really who he's been communicating with lately. A fucking demon came through and did it. And I was like, Hell fuck, yeah. that would have been a great movie to do for that this and it was yeah. so good i really fucking loved that movie and it was done by the same guy who did night of the demons like i think it was his movie after so what i did was he made another movie he made the sequel to witchboard called witchboard 2 the devil's doorway so oh. i was like all right well i'll just fucking do both i'll do the second movie and apparently there's a third one, too, called The Possession or something. I haven't watched it yet. Ooh. But yeah. so the movie that I actually wrote notes for is Witchboard 2, The Devil's Doorway. Oh, wow. Oh, sure. I, I thought, didn't expect that. I, I thought swear. we were on Night of the Demons. Yeah, he's, I he's also thought this. we were yeah. on the Well, that's why I wanted to get into it, because it went through this whole thing where I watched, like, four fucking demon the movies within the time I was supposed to watch a demon movie and I never wrote down any of the information on any of Dude, them. it sounds like my fugitive movie, to be honest. <laughs> like, where I started with Brooklyn 9-11. Yeah, like, in, the thing is, I didn't watch this movie until, like, it's been less than 24 hours since I finished it. But That's I've sweet. watched so much shit in between that we're all demons. So let's get into it. 1993's Witchboard 2, directed by uh, what's his name? Kevin Michael S. Wisher. Tenney. Hmm. And we begin with this young blunt, young blunt, young blunt, <laughs> young blunt. Her name is Young Blunt. She's a rapper. Young Blunt. Dude, sweet. <laughs> uh, it's a young blonde artist, and her name is Paige. And she's like looking at this like loft where she wants to rent it out because she wants to create her art and shit there. And it's like seven. Can I say something? Yeah. I have always wanted to live in a loft. Dude, seeing That's this just... place looked awesome. Seven hundred dollars a month. It was huge, oh and it looked awesome. Like I want that now. I never knew how much I wanted that until yeah, watching this life movie. Goals there. Yeah. But but isn't that like a movie thing where they always just have these beautiful lofts that are like cheap as hell? But oh, that's not true it, at all. It's not beautiful. 
it, uh, it's like kind of run down and kind of shitty looking, but it looks awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Kevin Bacon lived in a shitty loft in that bicycle movie he was in. Oh, I thought you meant in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, why yeah. do you know that? He, he, he pumps, his, pumps his head in every once in a while, <laughs> checks in on Kevin. MTV Cribs, and they're like, bro, do you really want us to see this? You live in squalor. It's like, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. Everybody loves my place. It's a loft. Loft? <laughs> MTV Cribs was hilarious because, like, they would always show, like, like the rappers and the pop people with, like, their giant houses and Mercedes and shit. But then they show they did one where it was, like, fucking the cast of Jackass. And, like, they just lived in these shitty apartments with, like, drugs and yeah. shit everywhere. And those are the people being paid by MTV. Yeah. <laughs> like Bam lived with his parents. Yeah. I just I think they just didn't give a shit, right? They were still millionaires. They were just like I don't know partying all the time, I, I think. But I think like Steve O like lived in an actual crack house, it looked like <laughs> he, Well he built a skate like park in his apartment. Didn't Bam's parents like have a shitload of money? They looked rich as yeah. fuck. Yeah, they they, they were. They had money. But like I I think I think Johnny Knoxville was the only one that was like actually responsible with his money. Yeah, probably. Mm. Except he made that stupid movie that bombed, so I'm sure he's all fucked. Action up, Park. Know. Action Park. I kind of want to watch that. I, I saw it in theaters, and man, I really, bad, right? I really wanted to like it, and I couldn't. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you really like Johnny Knoxville, you can get by just on your your well, like of him. No, but... it's the like of Chris Pontius that made the oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got through the entire thing because of Pontius. He was great. <laughs> but I like Pontius. Oh, man, the rest of that movie is just garbage. So I hope they make a Wild Boys movie. I'd watch the shit out of that. I don't know why they haven't. Dude, yeah, like it just sounds like you make it for five million and make twenty five. Like it sounds easy. <laughs> yeah, like all you gotta do is put them with fucking crazy animals and that's yeah, a fucking <laughs> crocodiles and just reenact everything. Just make it in beautiful four K. Like, just give us shit. We'll watch it. Just put them in like the fucking Florida Zoo and just let them go wild. Yeah. No, you couldn't make that now without people crying about like, oh, did they hurt that alligator by? Like, it was always like that though. I think people give less of a shit about animals these days. Yeah. That might be true, yeah. I think it's more like like if they went and like did something like they pro- like yeah, protested. Yeah, you're right. Because we all, we all watched Tiger King, and nobody really uh, gave a fuck no, about the tigers. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I stand corrected. I was just... There's always one person, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but there's always one person just like bitching about the tigers, and then like a hundred <laughs> other people just be like, "What the fuck are these people? Murder and shit." These guys are rock yeah. stars. I was <laughs> I was in Fort Worth last week, and there was a giant fucking billboard on the side of a building that said, uh, "Free uh, Joe Exotic." Hashtag free Joe Exotic. And then I saw like one tiny little Black Lives Matter mural. <laughs> which was hilarious. It's like, they Dude, Joe remember. Exotic should co opt the BLM movement to get him out of prison. That would be so smart. Oh, oh that's a great I idea. Think he can do it. <laughs> but yeah, more people care for the guy who abuses tigers and fucking probably killed <laughs> someone. <laughs> so. Oh. So, yeah, so she moves into this nice loft and everything, and then her neighbor is, like, he's not the landlord. His wife is the landlord, but he's, like, kind of, like, the maintenance guy. His name is Jonas. He's, like, a fat guy with, like, a little mustache. He's a little weird. Like, he's very flirty and shit. 
like when he says stuff, hey. but like. <laughs> there it is. That's what I want. I didn't know what I wanted. So, I <laughs> so like, it's not like full on like creep, but like he just has hints like, "Well, I'll be over any time if you need me." Like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. He just seemed nice to me. Yeah. If you yeah. need help with your plumbing. I'm oh Jesus bad. Christ! It's not Peter Lorre. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Laurie wasn't you, a fat man or a mustache man. Can you man. imagine Peter Laurie trying to flirt? Yeah. I guess I could. I don't know. <laughs> Mike still doesn't know who he is. He just knows your yeah, voice. I've seen a picture. I've seen a picture. I saw pictures the first time. All right. So the wife, like, she runs into the girl Paige, and the wife is like a, a hippie, like, complete old school 1960s hippie and she's got like this dog yeah, that she loves man. yeah like she talks but like that dude. she still talks like that fuck I'm hiccuping alright <laughs> I hate you <laughs> so do you want me to scare you <laughs> that actually that was actually good I enjoyed that <laughs> That voice does scare me a little. <laughs> it scares me, man. <laughs> yeah. It's going to wake me up one morning. Dude, oh, I, that's a great idea. You're in my house now. I can just be like yeah. 6 a.m. when I'm waking up to watch a movie. Don't yeah, worry. You're really loud because I wear ear thingies. <laughs> just go in his ear. Don't worry. <laughs> it's only me. Good morning, honey. <laughs> oh, there's two of you now. I'm done. <laughs> Did you just create this as like a weird character for your kid, like some fun guy? Oh, dude! That's uh, I have idea, a lot of yeah. weird characters. One of his stuffed animals is a triceratops, who's from uh, the fucking Russian communist bloc, <laughs> and he's a dark motherfucker. <laughs> it's like now I will read you story about farm. In my country, you may have farm, but you will not keep the crops. Those go to the government. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah, it's both. It's great. I'm, 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 I'm fucking feel this You guy. have, like, he's a... actually you have very a, educational. He's a serious Yakov Smirnoff. <laughs> <laughs> he's very fast. Yes! Yes! <laughs> At night in my country, we gather around oven for warmth. There is no central heating. And even that warmth is no warmth. There is still chill in your bones. <laughs> anyway, the next page about this story about the lovely owl. Uh, I like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love TJ he was nighttime like, stories. He was like 18 months old when I created this character. <laughs> Alright, um... So, Paige is unpacking, and while she is, like, in the closet, a fucking Ouija board falls out, and it starts moving on its own, and she's like, well, that's weird. So she starts asking yeah. it questions. I would just throw it out instead of talking to it. Oh, no, no. She's a curious, um... George. Somebody. Yeah, George. <laughs> George. <laughs> I couldn't think of a name, but that's, yeah, that's it. So... Curious George here starts asking questions about it, and the spirit says its name is Susan. And Hi, I'm Susan. 
Kind of like it, that's what it like. I just pictured like somebody trying to sell Mary Kay products. I run a cafe oh, no. in Soho, but I'm also <laughs> selling Mary Kay on the side. Would you like to see my catalog? Dude, are you on drugs tonight? What is happening? <laughs> I think that CJ's became no. a voice guy. Like you are friends. multiple personalities. Are oh, coming yeah, out yeah. I watched one Satan movie, and now I'm fucking channeling yeah, spirits. Yeah, for real, dude. No wonder you didn't want to read that Jesus book. It would have fucked you up. <laughs> Oh, man. So anyway, <laughs> about Susan. How far oh, are you into God. that book, Mike? <laughs> I fucking lost it. I don't know where what? it is. I lost <laughs> my backpack, copy? my book, and my Kindle. No. Oh, my God. You're right. It is the signed copy. Oh, Fuck. Dude. Well, T- I'm sure I bought TJ one, so. I'll oh, that's right. right. Yeah. I fucking burnt it. <laughs> you Did it? you burn it? No, I didn't burn it. <laughs> Jesus. What's funny is I accidentally bought myself a copy, too, because I was drunk. And so I lost both copies. <laughs> you know how, like, lately I'm fucking, uh, like, the Antifa and BLM have been burning, like, fucking Bibles yeah. and shit? TJ just has the yeah. opposite effect. He just burns the fucking Jesus book that's enlisting <laughs> the Elvis. <laughs> he just, he buys them, like, two a week. <laughs> just to burn it. Dude, this guy will love me. He'd be like, bro, uh, my sales quadrupled since you guys Dude, did your podcast. His sales quadrupled because we bought three of them. That's right. That's right. That's the reason. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense how they yeah, quadrupled. I love it. I love it. You bought three and it quadrupled his sales. Exactly. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Fuck it. Oh, shit. Ah, oh. uh, man. Um, so what's happening in the loft? Susan. Yeah, yeah. Susan B. Anthony. So, so, Susan's having her Mary Kay party. Yes. Thank and you then for this, coming. This dude Mitch shows up, right? Oh, and he's dude. being a total dick to her. Oh. And Mitch, Mitch is being is, a dick to Susan? This no, period? being a dick to Paige. Paige is just Paige is done talking to Susan. Oh, okay. Goodbye, Susan. That was it? Yeah. <laughs> like, hi, bye. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't want any products, you're fine. <laughs> I don't okay, need well, a new my fucking card in case you change your mind. <laughs> I don't need a new pan set, Susan. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> your kitchen utensils are useless here. Uh, so Mitch is this guy who shows up. He's a dick. It turns out he's um, Paige's ex-boyfriend, who's a cop. Oh, oh I should have oh. saved that. Anyways, oh, he's. Uh, it wouldn't matter. It's literally the next two lines from now. So he's yelling at her, like, What are you doing? I'm a cop, you idiot! <laughs> Should we talk about that? How that movie's problematic now? <laughs> Not to us. Well, anyways, I just want to say really quick, anybody, if you want a good laugh, go read why kindergarten cop is bad now it's really funny oh yeah okay <laughs> they took away our kindergarten cop <laughs> well just portland because they're fucking <laughs> dumb idiots <laughs> there dude portland really needs to just fucking secede from america <laughs> like or we should just bomb them i don't give a shit either way they're fucking awful once they go after fucking kindergarten cop i'm done with them like that's too far you like we, just, we just left you out there and you didn't stop. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. 
<laughs> like, I don't. I just. I didn't know didn't what to say. I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad. I don't know what to say. Oh, oh, he's still going. Okay. I mean, he, I support, he doesn't I mind. <laughs> I support Angus in this, so, you know, he's got my love and support. Dude, you know what's going to be even worse? If they go after the kindergarten top two with Dolph Lundgren. Oh. What's Dude, next? Jingle all the way? <laughs> We've had that discussion. They should go after that movie. I mean, all right. I'm, I'm kind of okay with Jingle all the way because it portrays the USPS as crazy bomb-toting maniacs. Yeah, which is true. So I, I, I'm in favor of its extremely negative portrayal of the USPS. <laughs> I mean, thank you for joining me on something. <laughs> uh, are you going to soapbox that next? I like mailmen. I just want to say that. I don't want to... Fuck mailmen. I like mailmen. They're good people. No, probably. they're not. Oh, uh, well, our, our, our mail... Some of them. Our, our mail woman is actually... She's very nice. I hope she dies. I hate her. No, well, actually, oh. I haven't seen her in a minute. Maybe, maybe she. Oh, well, you know what? You know what, Angus? One day your dream will come true. She will die. <laughs> I just want mine dead. That's it. Oh, it's reasonable. Yeah, dude. Like... If he dies, you're a prime. This is gonna be on the stand of the witness stand. We're gonna be called to the Dallas Supreme Court or something. There's literally four episodes of me talking about it. Yes. Yeah. What, what, if, what if that mailman dies via crucifix immolation? Then what, I'm on the hook. Holy what if, shit! Like, what if just awesome. there's just a series of like mailman deaths in Dallas? The mailman murders. Yes, the oh, mailman no. murders. <laughs> There's got to be a serial killer that killed several male people already by this point. There has to be. Yeah, we should like. They just seem like easy prey. Yeah, like, like the they beer, come to you. You you know where they're gonna be every day forever. Like it's not a secret. Yeah, the times, everything. Yeah. Anybody, if you're listening never... and you want to get into murder, we know a really easy group. <laughs> Dude, what if like. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say, actually. <laughs> what if one of our listeners just starts killing mailmen? We could be felony murdered there for that. We're, we're like, agreeing to let him. We, I don't know. We are a comedy podcast. We're joking. That's right. Nobody, we can say anything now because we kills said that. Anything. Go kill mailmen. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> All right. Let's just, let's like, back to let's just reverse it like a fucking old Aussie track. <laughs> People have to find out that we're talking about killing mailmen. Like my reverse. I was actually uh, you lost me because I was googling it. There was a serial killer. killing mailman. Don't no, Google that. No, if it's been done to make sure it's oh, at oh, least being okay. original. Yeah, you don't want to do. You don't want to be a copycat killer. No, oh that's awful. Oh my awesome. god, that would be so embarrassing. Awkward. Yeah. You're like so three. You're three mailmen in, and you realize somebody's already done it. Oh, he yeah. just stopped. He, yes. Nobody. Yeah. And like, there's this one detective who, like, forever now, he's gonna be trying to solve these murders, and it's just gonna be you. It's just stopping. You just stop at three. Yeah. Well, it's no fun now. I'd have to just like turn to Uber drivers or something, like Uber Eats drivers. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so actually, if you do that, just kill off all the toxic people. We don't need taxis anymore. I think that would be a hate crime. (laughs) Aren't they all foreign? (laughs) Yeah, also there's a lot of Eastern European ones. Kill them. All right, I'll just kill them. I've never ridden a taxi. Why am I killing these people? I don't have a reason to. (laughs) Oh right. Well, that's even better. Angus needs a reason to murder. 
right. So Mitch is yelling at her. That's the the angry boy ex-boyfriend. And this kind of dorky guy shows up to help out Paige and is like, hey, is this guy bothering you? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like just making these shitty comments at Mitch and Mitch is being a dick back to him. And Mitch is basically threatened to beat him up and he flashes his badge at him. And then like fucking Russ is like, oh, number 2502. That's interesting. I could report you now for being a fucking shitty cop. And then Mitch is like, ah, and then he walks out. <laughs> So now we're in the laundry room and the hippie lady is down there and fucking Paige asks her about Susan and hippie lady's like, yeah, she used to live in the building. She's always bothering everybody with her Mary Kay shit. Yeah, basically. And that's why she was kicked out two years ago. (laughs) No soliciting, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that, that was a... Paige hears some weird noises, like like Susan or, or not Susan. The hippie lady already left. I hope so now, the weird noises turn out to be dance with me. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that'd be great. If I had that on, I would just <laughs> do it. Ready to go? What do you mean like this? Come on, dance with me. Dance with me. All right, just imagine. Dance with me, Susan. Imagine that playing during like a young blonde woman looking around a fucking laundry room scared. <laughs> like, there's some kind of evil in there. What is it? And there's like a that's like a coked up dude with a bandana hiding in the corner, like trying not to get seen. Just shaking to the beat. All right, so Paige hears weird sounds, and then Russ walks in, and she just, like, fucking kicks him right in the balls. Because, ow, my balls. Like, fuck, I fucked that up. (laughs) My balls. God damn it, I'm going back to the Bob Dylan voice. Bob Dylan mixed with Charles Bronson. (laughs) Yeah, I love your Bob Dylan. My balls. (laughs) All right. Uh, there's a we- weird floating camera shot that goes throughout the loft, and it finally zooms in the page in the bathtub, washing her legs and feet, and not bad. Hey. So there- yeah. there's creepy sounds, so then she's all like, well, what the fuck is going on? So she gets out and she contacts Susan. Now Jonas, the oh. creepy, uh, what's his name? The The... The soup, not super, but the guy who like fixes it. Oh. So he's hanging out in the basement, and all of a sudden these axes and shits are getting thrown at him, and like saw blades, they're like trying to chase him down. And he like gets behind a door where the furnace is, and the furnace starts to get really hot, and like it like expands, and then it just starts shooting him with steam, and it steams him to death. So, Ooh, oh, there's a, 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 there's a, a one liner in Commando, right? Oh, he knew to let off some steam. Oh, yeah. 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 But it, it doesn't work because that guy had a pipe in him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, one of the background things was Russ is also a photographer and he likes to do photo shoots. And he was like, Oh, come on, Paige. You're so fucking hot. Let's do this. He's like, I'm nobody. I'm a nothing. Blah, blah, blah. But she ends up doing it because she's got this newfound confidence because her friend Susan is, like, making her confident, right? Well, with her Mary Kay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So she does the photo shoot. 
uh, her and Russ go back to the lofts, and the cops are there. Jonas is dead, and they're wheeling him out. And all of a sudden, now, like, Paige is in, like, this, like, white gown. And, like, her little studio apartment thing is, like, really gothic-looking and shit. Like, it looks like if, like, you know, like, those goth girls who never grew out of it in, like, 36 are still uh, decorating their house like it? Uh, uh. That's what it looks like. Um, there's somebody in mind who I want to say the name of, and I'm not going to, but you both know. The one with the gun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's move on, because okay. that stuff, that's too, we can't put that on the episode. No, not at all. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the Ouija board's on the bed, right? And then, like, Paige looks over at it, and the fucking Ouija board, like, turns, like, it has a hand come out of it, but it's not like a hand Ooh. coming out of it. The board itself turns through the hand. Like, do you know when Freddy Krueger was, like, at the wall and he kind of went through the wall? Mm-hmm. Like, and pushed it through? That's what the yeah. hand looked like coming out and choking her. Oh, uh, okay. It was actually pretty cool looking. I liked it. So... She wakes up and she starts drawing again and she's like going on about how she hasn't drawn in forever. And Mitch shows up, the ex-boyfriend, and he's being all supportive, like, wow, you actually are a good artist. Why didn't you tell me in all the, the that year you were living with me while I treated you like shit? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, it's been a year? Yeah, well, she was with him for a year because she was going to go oh. to art school, but then her father died her father was really mean to her and then she ended up just finding a guy that was really mean to her that makes sense and then yeah. she was like i'm gonna just go on my own and that's why she i gotta find the woman that like her her father was indifferent to her because i like being indifferent Dude, so that's the kind of woman i need every you girl get those 20s I, oh yeah every girl i've ever been with except the one now i has never had a dad nice Every single one. It's awesome. You never have to meet a father. It's fucking cool. So what was it like meeting a father for the first oh, time? Oh, I haven't had to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. My wife's uh, father sat me down and using a oh, really like bad Mexican accent, he got out this giant knife that he has. This thing is like an 18-inch knife that weighs like three pounds. And, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, you ever, like, I can't do the accent. It's so weird. <laughs> um, I try to think of it. Like, like I you, remember you mess with story. my daughter. I cut you. You know, this knife, this knife will have your name on it. If you mess with her, like, I was like, you're trying so hard not to do the other voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Peter well, you voice. Peter Lore. He did it straight <laughs> in this like bad Mexican accent. Like I cut you, your name on the knife. But no, yeah, I can't. I can't switch from. Once I started P. Lore, I could never do Mexican again. I guess. <laughs> what did you slap him? What was your reaction? I don't know. I was like sixteen. I was just like, holy shit, that's a big fucking knife, bro. I'm a kid. Oh. You're a grown ass man. What are oh, you doing right okay. now? And then she would come out and be like, Dad, put the fucking knife away. <laughs> that's funny. And I wasn't even like chasing his daughter at the time. I was hanging out with her brother. <laughs> Wait, is this your father-in-law? 
Yes, my father-in-law. Oh, okay. When yeah, I first yeah. met him, say, threatened me with a fucking ten-pound knife. Yeah, because we talked about this to where me and you like made like a like a we were gonna make a little short film about him. Oh yeah, we did. We actually Rooster just, Cougar. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. what it was. We called him Rooster Cougar, and we had all these like. <laughs> That was one of the, uh, like, little short films we were doing of him just, like, scaring the shit out of kids with a big-ass knife. But they, like, it was, like, what, like, he was a Vietnam vet and he was all yeah. fucked up from the war. But we don't know if he ever really went to Nam. Right, <laughs> This right. is very vague. Which is just like my father-in-law. Like, you don't know what's true or what isn't. I s- Wait, he said he went to Vietnam? No, he didn't go to Vietnam. He was. Oh, okay. So he, what, the... Stories about him could take up a whole episode about what is and might not be true, but he I just was in the get Navy. In, I want to get into the one where he fucking freaked me out while I was working at Target. Like, it was like my first or second week there. I was just really <laughs> tired because I was doing overnights. And, like, he came up to me in the parking lot. He's like, you don't know who I am, do you? I'm like, I don't know, man. He's like, that's hilarious. And I was like, right, what the fuck, was- dude? I'm trying to go home. Like, and this was before I was even dating Sarah. Like, yeah, like, I met him this once. From, yeah, him meeting you when you were in his house when we were hanging out with uh, my wife's brother, Brian. For, like, literally, I think, like, maybe 25 minutes, like, I was over. Like, it wasn't even that long. And, like, he was so fucking... And, like, he seemed like he was really gonna, like, beat the shit out of me or something. Like, I was nervous <laughs> yes. afterwards. Well, he I'm always like, had that vibe. He's mellowed out now, but... I was like... Because I remember asking you, I was like, what the fuck is his problem? Why is he bothering me like that? Why is he bothering me? <laughs> yeah. Fun dude. I like him. Yeah. All right. Fun. So. The ex- Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three. Damn, How we always agree on everything on this show is two out of three yes. support. Yes. <laughs> So we're at Jonas's funeral, and Russ is telling uh, Paige that Jonas cheated on his hippie wife with Susan, and Susan's not dead. She just moved away two years ago. And Paige, Russ, and the hippie are now talking to Susan... Wait, was was she part of that? I don't remember. It just says Paige Russ talking to Susan. I think Hippie was part of that. Uh, the apartment locks her in, and she faints. Paige faints. Like it, like all the shutters go down and shit, and they they come in and find her, Russ and the Hippie chick, and. They listen to her crazy story. Now all three of them are trying to contact Susan. And Susan gives out an address. And then they're like, we don't know what this address is. We can't figure it out. Uh, Russ thinks that Susan's just lying to them. And he's like, ah, yeah, she's a liar. And then the mirror explodes. And it turns out what she was asking, or what she was telling them was the woods. And now Paige wants to go and dig up her body because she thinks she was murdered and put in the woods so they're out in the woods her and uh russ and they hear sounds and they start running because they're scared but it's mitch the ex-cop well he's a cop still he's just her ex 
and he says he'll look around, and then you just hear gunshots. He shot a raccoon, pew, and he's pew. like, "Here's your big fucking <laughs> thing chasing you." And they're like, "Oh yeah, how do we know it's not you?" And that's why he got shot, the little fucker. Raccoons aren't supposed to talk. Fuck that raccoon. Yeah, well, no, Rocket would get shot. That would make me sad. Oh, no. I like Rocket. I hate Jump Boy. He's good. He's People good. are he's always shooting at him. Yeah. They just bugged out. That he's <laughs> Still all right. All right, so when Mitch shows up and he's like, hey, come on, come back with me, Paige. And she does. She leaves Russ behind. So Russ has to drive home alone and he's sad. So now she's having another one of those weird gown nightmares. Oh, yeah, that thing, when it grabbed her throat, it was a dream. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> Anyways, Russ and her go to a spirit shop run by a Jew, and he, he like says that. Like a Halloween? <laughs> no, like a spiritual shop. Um, oh. like, where they sell, like, the weird, like, oh, fucking, like, like fucking yeah, crystals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense than a spirit Halloween. But he makes a joke about him being a Jew. He's like, yeah, I know, it's weird, a Jew, but... <laughs> Oh, oh, I like this shit. Oh man! Oh yeah, that is weird. Now that he mentions it, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't even put two and two together. I, I was like, I don't know. Did you yeah, not well, run spirit Jew shops? likes fucking crystals. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah what's, what's the, that what, sounds is Jewish? That Kabbalah, like, yeah, that like is a part of, of semi-occult Judaism. Yeah, I think so. Right, because yeah, his thing was he said he's not. Um, What's the word for when you're really Jewy? Like symbolic? Orthodox? Yeah, that orthodox. Uh, he said he's not orthodox. Well, yeah, you wouldn't be if you were into Kabbalah. Yeah, so he's a Kabbal guy. A Kabbal guy. <laughs> uh, he just wanted to bang some weirdo in the sixties. Now he's just really into it. <laughs> he couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you? He got her in the broad, but all he kept all the crystals. He's like, "This is great." Did you guys ever go to that place called Rainbow Bridge? That's in that Walmart. No. Um, well, not Walmart. The Win Dixie Plaza by where you live now, TJ. Uh, not the one. Still there because the, I want to no, go the, right now. The one by my parents' house. I don't think that place is still there. But what was it? I, it was called Rainbow Bridge, and it was like a little weird shop like this, and it was run by this man who was like four foot six, like, yeah. and he was like just that dark was not a man, shit. dude. You knew a lot of people under five foot tall, man, in your life, <laughs> no. dude. Like <laughs> the, the Haitian, and the this fucking guy. Haitian gangbanger from Target. <laughs> yeah, this guy. And this guy, dude. You're like <laughs> living out phantasm, <laughs> dude, <laughs> weird oh short God. beans. Phantasm's <laughs> hilarious. Dude, I just have to meet one really tall man. But no, yes. this dude, he was like... His name is Angus? Like, come on. Oh, dude, fuck. Yeah, this is my life. I'm living phantasm. Maybe Mike but... is your tall man. <laughs> he keeps following. Mike, yell dude. boy at him. See how he feels. Boy. Uh, it didn't do it. It didn't do it for no. me. No. Um, good. Anyways, yeah, this dude was weird because he, like, he looked like a wizard. Like all the like time, robes. Yes, he wore the robes. He had like the long hair and shit. Did he have a guitar? That's pretty cool. Huh? What? Did he have a guitar? Oh, a guitar. <laughs> Dick wizard. <laughs> yeah, I like me and Angus both went what? I thought he said, "Did he have a car?" I was like, "I don't know. I don't think he fucking flew a dragon in." Hey, he had a fucking carriage, bro. <laughs> <A> dragon. <laughs> I didn't notice you one in the what? fucking parking lot. You know what? We went on the roof of that plaza, and there was a dragon landing up top. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 
man, that's fucked up. We got up there. Why is that fucked up? The kids do that, right? They just get on the roof. Yeah, but still, when it's really high. Yeah, Wait, was there a ladder? What, how'd you get up there? The we were, like little like, beams. And we climbed. There were like oh. the metal beams. We climbed beams. on top of like a trash can, on top of like a back door, part of a loading bay, over a fence, over an AC, and then got up there. It wasn't safe. But we were kids. Okay. How do we get down? Jumped. Yeah, you tuck and roll. I mean, that was like fucking cement. Yeah, yeah, but we were, again, you kids, you don't care. You don't, you don't worry about your knees at seventeen. Dude, I remember when um, I was like in twelfth grade with um Alex and Tyler, and like we were just really high at like one of the local schools. And you know how like like the classrooms like they were over booked, so they would have like trailers outside. Mm-hmm. We Those were, sweet. we were literally like just out of our minds, stoned, jumping trailer to trailer, oh like we were fucking God. doing parkour. Were you twenty seven? How old were you? <laughs> oh, we were like twelfth grade. Oh, okay. But like looking back on that, that is so fucking crazy. <laughs> like, is well, I haven't. I, yeah, all right. None yeah, of us were got arrested for going to a middle school like in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So okay, our friend like Dan, like I guess he he moved. Was he there? He came back from it the was army. With so Dan, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but like we're we're, we're just kind of hanging around. I think we were drinking. He's like, hey, you want to go to the middle school and just walk around? And I was like, yeah, of course I want to go to the middle school and walk around. Because <laughs> well, reason. it was under construction at the time. That's right. And so like we all we went there, and then like I was checking the windows to see if it was they were open because I wanted to like hang out inside for some because I was drunk I guess, and then Dan didn't really want to do it until one of the windows opened, and he's like, yeah, I want to do it, so <laughs> we, we we like went inside and hung out for I think like just a few minutes, and then as we were walking out, we were we just had we were there for like thirty minutes, and as we were walking out, this like cop comes be from like behind these fucking bushes. And just yell, like points at us and yells to get on the ground. Get on the and ground. We just, like, <laughs> and uh, it was scary. What are you doing here? I, I had a very similar thing. When I hung out with my skateboarding friends in like seventh grade, we would go, like, because we were in middle school, we would go to the elementary school and like get high in the playground at night and yeah. shit. And then, mm-hmm. like, yeah. we would fuck around in the school. And this is one of the only things, like, I feel guilty about, like, to this day Uh-oh. doing. Is because it's so fucked up and mean. And like I said, like, like, it's the one thing I kind of regret. <laughs> like, where if I was, like... Let's hear it. And it's not like, even... Again, I have a story coming up right behind you that's kind of exactly around the same line. It's so. mean. Like, so, at the, at the elementary school, they had, like, a glass display of, like... A case of like the kids' artwork and stuff from art class. Oh, oh no, dude! And one of them, oh. one of them was like all their clay figures and shit that they made. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like dude, I, like I said, if there's like if there's one thing I could ever go to like a church and repent for, like this would be the one. Because it's just it's so fucking mean. We broke the fucking thing. We took the clay figures out and started smashing them all over the place. And oh, then wow. if you're if you remember, back in elementary school when they made you make those things, you had to write your classroom number on the bottom of it and your yeah. name. Yeah. So we would track down the classrooms. <laughs> so we went to, like, 
B5 and just separated all the pieces on the door. <laughs> Oh my god. Like it was a little fucking murder victim. <laughs> you must have been high on your Dude, we were so <laughs> fucking high. <laughs> it was the funniest uh, fucking thing ever. But now that I'm an adult, like, I realize, like, if my kid, like, made me, like, it's a nice It's still fucking thing. hilarious. <laughs> what you're saying. Oh, shit. It's so mean. But what happened was the reason we stopped, like, doing that was because one, eventually later on we just started breaking in the classrooms oh, no. <laughs> and stealing shit like this is fucked up too like I didn't take it but one of the other kids took VHS copies that were just in the classroom and like he stole like Land Before Time 2 on VHS <laughs> then, yeah, I would have watched the shit out of that the fucked up thing is it wasn't like a school copy or anything. It said like like Robert's copy or something on oh it. So it was one of the students. He's like, I never knew this about you. It's a great story. <laughs> but the the reason we had to stop was because we didn't realize when you break into the classrooms they have motion sensors. And oh, then it alerted shit. the police. So the police like, showed did up. Did you get caught? No, we fucking jetted, man. Like, we ran at, like, thank God there was, like, an easy exit. Like, because my house is really close to the elementary school. So, like, we were able to get back, like, no problem. But still, man, like, after that, we were just like, we can't fuck around like that anymore. That's too evil. <laughs> but I, yeah, I want to put it out there that I never stole anything. I never did that. You're only an accomplice. Yes. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> Glad you got that up. If you want Dude, to take I that out, you let me know. I'll cut it, man. He's uh, a little... Uh, no. What would, God, what would God or Mr. Satan think of you now? What would they judge? Well, thank God we're doing this during the Satan episode, because I think he would like it. But, yeah, uh, I feel... I do feel bad about that. That's like one thing that's bugged me for many, many years where I feel horrible. Damn, those kids are like adults now. Where they're still bummed. Yeah, like I'm sure. Like, because they worked so hard on it, I bet. Man. And the fucked up thing is, like, I was in that school two years prior. So (laughs) those kids were in that school while I was in that school. Oh man, I feel yeah, bad the, again. The, the movie. Yeah, so nightmares, yeah. spiritual shock, Jews. the wind out of your sails, damn. <laughs> uh, the fucking guy says the spirits are all liars and they don't know how to spell right. The spirits uh, cannot spell. They don't have dictionaries. That's the weirdest Jew voice I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't know. Now, now I'm slipping into your Bob Dylan, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mitch says he's going to investigate because... There might be a dead body. Paige tells Susan, and Susan yells at them to stop. Hammerton. Uh, yeah, pretty mm. much. Uh, Mitch's car won't stop, like, while he's driving, like, it just keeps Never increasing. Gonna stop me! I gotta stop uh, the songs. Yeah, it's basically the way you're gonna commit suicide. Oh, nice. <laughs> Blasting Rob Zombie, smoking a cigar with explosives in the car. <laughs> So that's what's happening. Like, he's, like, almost running down children, hitting, like, different things. Like, he's, like, hitting, like, 
car doors and shit, like, that are open. But he ends up hitting a fucking... A boat. He crashes into a boat. And... His car? Yeah. And, like, just flips through the air. And Russ is telling fucking... What's her name? Paige that the thing she's talking to is not Susan. But deep down, he knows it's Susan. Mitch is in the ICU. And all of a sudden, a fucking wrecking ball comes with Miley Cyrus and just wipes out the hippie lady. Knocks her into her fucking hippie car. Uh, I kind of stop paying attention. Shit happens. Turns out Russ killed Susan. And he's pickaxing through the door to get the page because she's scared of him because she thinks he killed Susan. And then Mitch comes in and he pulls a gun on fucking, what's his name? Russ. And all of a sudden the door opens and Susan possessed Paige. So she throws Mitch out a window, but he's attached to an electrical cord. And Russ didn't kill Susan. Turns out the hippie lady did it. And that's why she killed both the hippie lady and Jonas. Because Jonas was fucking her. The hippie lady found out and then killed her. Killed Susan. Susan was a stripper, by the way. Cool. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. She's a dance for money lady. Yeah. She earns a good living. Uh, Mitch gets free, but by the time he gets back in, Russ is already dead. So then he just starts punching the shit out of Susan. Oh. And when he does that, her face turns back in the page and she's like, what are you doing? And she was going to kill, like she turned back into Susan and was going to kill him. But then Paige was able to fight her out of her body. And when she did, like Susan went back into the Ouija board and then Paige fucking destroyed the Ouija board and then there's just Susan's soul flying around, like, ah! And then that <laughs> song plays. <laughs> but I mean, she flies. I forgot, I forgot this movie had to do with the Ouija. The noise board. you made <laughs> is the perfect noise for it, too. Yeah, and it's kind of like digitized, tiny bit, you know? Yes. You can definitely hear that's digitized. Yes. But she flies throughout, like, the city. <laughs> like, ah! Oh, they don't not just the room and out the window. They show no, her the whole damn she, city? Yeah, like, she that's has to extra. go through the room. Yeah, like, she goes everywhere. All right. Her uh, is everywhere. <laughs> not Screaming Susan's soul. Susan Delities. Uh Paige goes to art school now. And she kind of has a thing with Mitch again. Like, they're not together, but they still want to see each other every now and then. So I think he's still going to hit it. And what happens is the trash people are out there, and then they notice the Ouija pointer, and it turns out Susan's stuck in that. Mm. Yeah. End of movie. All right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So now we're on to sell our movies to each other in our best bullet points segment. Mine is short and sweet. I was going to say Hammer and Christopher Lee, but that that got shot down already. (laughs) With a a brutal um, reception. 
Dude, is so, that why you reacted the way you did when I said that? You're just like, oh. Well, oh. yes, I thought y'all were gonna be there for Hammer. It's the first Hammer movie I've brought to the the show. And surprisingly, the last. in three, yeah. Well, no, probably not <laughs> the last, but uh, there goes my idea that Hammer will be a theme for an episode. Like, okay. Oh um, no, you made you made fucking Guatemalan films a theme. We're gonna do Hammer. Guatemalan. <laughs> Like Guatemalan, uh, 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 Pakistani? That was a a great episode. (laughs) I got it mixed up. Don't give me ideas. Hold Um, on. Does Guatemala have a good movie scene? I don't know. We're about to find out. Mexico has a really good horror scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, Mexico has some great ones. I've seen them, but like Guatemala, let's see. What what do we got in Guatemala? No, I Googled Guatemalan cinema and it shows me where the fucking movie theaters are. I, (laughs) I just think Guatemalan cinema, I don't know why. It just seems like just videos of like fucking lemurs and shit okay so according to uh guat explorer.com isn't that a racist term (laughs) that's that's the name of it um uh, some sort of romance some kid in a ninja turtle costume an animation okay sure so they do make something yeah, sure they do, but just <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll check these out and I'll, I'll get back to you in future my, episodes. You're so go my selling point. I hope he becomes a big Guatemalan, Guatemalan new. Okay, Criterion's going to come out with that Guatemalan new wave collection. Oh my god! It's going to be every film ever made. So that <laughs> six <also laughs> leaves me with that the movie had good music, which leads into the fact that clips from this movie Did- were featured in Iron Maiden's video for the Number of the Beast. Hold on, your oh, mu- your music couldn't have been as good as Mike's music. No, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's either Number of the Beast or answer me, <laughs> dude. Every day, dance with me. I, I don't think Mike even to needs to do a selling point. He just played that clip again. Just play the it. song. <laughs> you win. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, let's... Angus, your selling point? No, no. I have. I have still. I still want to talk about game two of part two. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So it's this. Uh, this the death cult. They were sitting around a table waiting for this foot-long animatronic beetle thing that has a death stinger. And so it's like a five-minute scene of them, like, looking at it and sweating, hoping not to die, while the beetle, like, tries to figure out which one it wants to sting. And so with this, the, the beetle runs, uh, flies away instead and finds a couple of kids having sex at the park, and then he stings this dude's face, and this dude's face explodes like a zit. And so that's my selling point. Right. It's my favorite game. All three games are great. Go ahead, Angus. I, I just want to ask Mike a question first. Um, what's your feeling on horror film, or hammer horror? Um, I am actually indifferent on them. Like, I will watch them, but I will never be happy. But I'm also never dissatisfied because I know what I'm getting. Okay. So it's kind of like eating rice. That's how I clear, I eat a good amount of rice. Okay, that's I'm just saying. Hammer is the rice of the film. <laughs> Hammer is the rice of cinema. I like that. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll be honest. I never go out and say like any of them are are that amazing, but yeah, they are like a comfort food to me. Yeah. All right. I get it. I, I get it. Your selling point. Uh, my selling point is that Witchboard Number One is a way superior film, 
and that should be uh, the one you watch no. over. Oh, is it okay? That's why I wanted to get it out there that I watched that one first. Way better movie. So on to our... <laughs> uh, yeah, now to our final and best segment. We'll see. Um, it's the time for us to relate all of our movies to Paul W.S. Anderson's 1997 cult classic Event Horizon in a segment we call The Horizon Shift. So my shift is short but sweet. So you'll remember that throughout the movie, Simon, the young man, like he gets possessed, the, you know, he gets caught by the cult, he gets hypnotized, he, he gets like even knocked out for stretches and he comes back. He has a bad time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, Never Simon the, the main, a lot of the drive though of, you know, Christopher Lee and Rex is, is to save him and basically they're they're protecting him they're like parental figures to him because simon is their baby bear oh okay i can see that i dig it i dig it i will i will say though the, the film fails by having him not say simon says at least once <laughs> so it's actually infuriating that i've been waiting for it the whole film just give it it's not me. die hard three <laughs> I know, but I wanted it to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so my selling point is even shorter and hopefully sweeter, but we'll see. Mm. Um, Mr. Satan loves taking people to hell. Dr. Weir loves taking <laughs> people to hell. Get out. He loves it. He loves it. I got too close to my that... mic and yelled, get out. <laughs> Angus? Uh, <laughs> so... The Event Horizon is a portal to evil. A Ouija board is a portal to evil. <laughs> that's, that's even better than mine, bro. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm actually upset. <laughs> I'm upset that I brought my A game and y'all are just fucking off over here. Hey, hey I, I can't bring my A game to every shift. Some, some, yeah, no, sometimes the hard. film it's just hard. gives it to me. But I would, uh, so it's time to vote. Obviously, Mike wins because he hammered us with that damn song. We can't say no to it. Or Indoor Fog and an Immolation. That song is going to be on my fucking... That's going to be my ringtone for you guys. Dance with me. Dance with me. Uh, 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 uh. Dance with me. Uh, I would vote for uh, Angus because it seems cool. Thank you. Yeah, you, Mike. You got this. Um, and because we're in the middle of a gigantic, monstrous heat wave in summer, our next film, Flick's theme, Themes, will be about summer. I can't wait when that comes out in September. Whatever, <laughs> 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 that's pretty summer. It's, we're in, it's fucking global warming. It's going to be summer till next year. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you. All the regular plugs, you guys know them. Goodbye. Come on, dance with me, dance with me.